In episode 26 of the Speak Like Me podcast, me and Chris are back on top form. We have a nice funny episode for you talking about Shiski, about Nigerian princes, and we even teach you some cool English, how to talk about frequency of things you do. Hope you guys enjoy. Alright, Chris, should we get back into it? Episode 26 of the Speak Like Me podcast. I'm Jacob from England. I'm Chris from Australia. And we're really happy to be with you today, back in our ghetto setup here. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, we're your English teachers from a distance. We're going to teach you some cool words and phrases through our silly little conversations. And we're going to fix some Chinglish at the end of the episode and answer any questions that you have. I don't think there's any questions this week. Um, that I can remember off the top of my head, but we'll see when we get to it. Okay. Anyway, we have a slightly ghetto setup today, Chris. Mm-hmm. Are you liking it? Uh, it's fine. Yeah? Yeah. We've had worse, I suppose. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. <laughs> uh, my iMac is gone, you'll notice. The beautiful pink iMac. Mm-hmm. I was famous for having this pink iMac because it was so masculine. You know? Sure. Uh, but now Fuck it, toxic masculinity. Yeah. Don't need it. Don't need it. But uh, I have this beautiful new laptop, Chris. Do you like it? Uh, it's very sleek. Yeah. It's a good word. Sleek. Mm-hmm. Do you want to explain sleek to uh, Sleek is like uh, smooth, um, stylish. Yeah. Um, smooth lines. Like yeah, a car. Could a have car. To be sleek. Absolutely. Like yeah. A, yeah, yeah. A, a, a Bugatti or a Ferrari would be described as being sleek. Um, and I would also say minimalistic as yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, not something really over the top and uh, with a lot of fine detail or mm. anything. Um, something sleek, I would say, is inherently minimalistic. I really like the word inherently. Mm-hmm. If something is inherent, it means it's um, like, I think in Czech they say, it's okay. like it's in its nature to be that way. Like you can say... Um, uh, pit bulls, the breed of dog, they are inherently dangerous. Yeah. And should not be nature. a breed, breed that is owned. Yeah. And you can talk about things that are like inherently a bad idea. Like if you're president of the United States, sleeping with your secretary is inherently a terrible idea. Yes. It's like just the nature of the thing is obviously bad. Okay. Let's, uh, let's get away from presidents of the United States. (laughs) (laughs) After last week's episode, we don't want, uh, we don't want to scare our fans off our (laughs) listeners off straight away. Once again, apologies dear listener for last week's debacle. It was pretty, uh, it was pretty rough last week. But it was fun. It was fun at the same time. Was it? A little bit, yeah. Because I, uh, when I was edit- editing it, I wasn't <laughs> laughing as much as I usually am. I usually have a good time when I watch it back. This okay. time I was like cringing a little okay. bit. Okay, all Remember right. Cringe, we've had many times before. Uh-huh. It's that uncomfortable feeling that you're like, ooh, mm-hmm. ooh, just, you know, you don't feel good. Secondhand embarrassment. Yeah. I remember th- something can be cringe-worthy. Yes. Something that makes you want to cringe. And a joke can be cringy. That's a really cringy joke. But speaking of the presidents, I don't want to bring it up again, but mm-hmm. um, I was um, watching this really good show called For All Mankind. Are okay. you aware of this show? No. It, like, it, it rings a faint bell. Faint. Mm-hmm. So probably people know the phrase ring a bell which means sound familiar. It rings a bell. And faint means like a very quiet bell, mm-hmm. which means it's like, like it's <laughs> like almost not familiar, but like slightly. Yes. Yeah. It rings a faint bell. Yeah. So, if, so you can have a faint sound, like a very, very low volume sound. Yeah. Um, the, and also the recording, the recording was very faint. Yes. And then also a faint color. 
like there was a faint shade of pink or something like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, so it rings a faint bell. All right, so just barely. But anyway, for all mankind, do go on. It's an awesome show. Uh, to all you listeners out there, I really recommend watching it. They've got good subtitles as well. The only negative is it's on Apple Muse, uh, Apple Plus. Okay. I think it's called Apple Plus. Um, Apple TV. I think it's Apple, Apple TV Plus. Okay. <laughs> yeah. all Stupid right. naming Some system. Some form of like Apple streaming service, whatever that's called, the Apple streaming yeah. service. That's the one that it's on basically. And it was one of the launch shows. Okay. And by that, I mean, it was one of the shows that they had on launch day when they launched Apple Music for the uh, Apple TV Plus for the first time. Mm. Um, it's now on season three. It is the best show on that. On that, it's like the only good show on Apple TV Plus that I know of. Okay, other than Ted Lasso, that's good. Okay, but I I've recently found out about a show called Severance, which is apparently yeah, that's pretty new. good. I've heard that's really good as well. Mm-hmm. Not maybe I'll put it on my on my list. But for all mankind, it's an alternate history. I'm all about drama. That. You would love this show. I okay. just, I feel like I know what you would like and you would love this. It's imagining what would have happened if the Russians had got to the moon first. Okay. It's so, it's like 1969 and it's up until then, it's all like real history. Mm-hmm. And then the Russians land first. And obviously Nixon's like, the fuck mm-hmm. is going on? And he was super pissed. And basically this like reignites the space race because, um, you know, when the Americans land on the moon, like, well, we were first, did a few missions, all done. Uh And the Russians are like, okay, guess that's the end. Yeah, we're not going to spend any more money on this. Yeah, but uh, obviously they were pissed. We're like, well, now that means we have to have the first moon base. Sure. So now it's a race to the base, race for the base, Uh they call it. And um, so then it's about trying to make the the, the moon base there. Then it's about, oh, we've got to get weapons on the base. It's it's really realistically done okay. and the quality is unbelievable. Like the, there's a lot of scenes in space on the moon and it's better than like a, a like a Hollywood movie. Okay. It's so damn good. And the actors are amazing. Really good uh, cast. Okay. A cast is the people in a show or a movie. Um, I don't know if you've seen Altered Carbon. The first uh, season. Uh, not all of it, but I've seen enough episodes. To know that. Okay. Sure. So that, that's the main guy. Uh, in this show. Okay. The like, guy who plays the main guy in uh-huh. Optic Carbon, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Joel Eddie. Kovacs? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's really good in this. And a lot happens in the show, but it's so well done. And then it can, there's three seasons, so I, I won't give any spoilers, but it, like, it jumps ahead in time, like 10 years and another 10 years. And basically the amount of effort and money that they put into the space race really like helps advance mankind as well. Okay. Because they have to invest in like electric batteries for the, for the moon rovers. Mm. So then electric cars come about, come about way earlier. Sure. Can you say come about in this sense? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Come about means like come into existence. Mm-hmm. And you can say things like, how did that come about? It means how did that come into existence? How did that happen? Yes. Essentially. I think that's a nice verb, right? Come For about. Sure. I'm going to write that one down mm-hmm. to come about. To come about. So yeah, electric cars came about way faster. And it's just a glorious show to watch. Like the Saturn V taking off. It's like awesome. Okay. All of the astronauts have like these Corvettes. Did you know that astronauts got free Corvettes? Chevy Cor- uh, Was it Chevy or... What's the company that makes Corvettes? Chevrolet? I do not know. I am not a car guy. Okay. I am the opposite of a car guy. Yeah. And I feel like I'm one of the only ones. Fucking everybody... Uh, I'm not a car guy. Okay, yeah. I do not care about cars at all. It's like, it's such a massive part of Australian culture. Oh, yeah? But I do not give a shit. Okay. 
But okay. anyway. Um, but I'm, neither, I'm not a car guy either. And that's mm. a nice expression. You can say, I'm a something guy. Mm. I'm a, and you can put big. You can say, I'm not a big car guy. Mm. And if mm. you're a girl, I guess you can say, I'm not a big car girl. Sure. Uh, yeah. 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 Okay. Like, well, in, uh, I would say that in America, like, based on my viewing of uh, media, they would say gal. You know, I'm uh, I'm not a bit of I'm not that much of a car gal, car gal, uh, but uh, or a uh, uh, yeah, whatever. They yeah. would say that but, to make it sound more casual yeah. because it's a casual kind of saying. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a big car person, but I do love like these like 1960s sports cars. So classic cars. I love classic cars. Uh, I've never had a car. I don't even have a driving license. Mm-hmm. Do you have a driving license? Uh, have we talked about this? I think we no, about I this. do not have a driver's license, so I would call it a driver's okay. license. In the UK, we say driving license. Mm-hmm. Does it um, say driver's license on the Literally, license? it says driver's license with the apostrophe and that's everything. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, well, that's in Victoria anyway, because uh, we give, uh, uh, Australia gives licenses, driver's licenses on a state-by-state basis, like oh. in the United States. Okay. Uh, but anyway, um, technically, well, not even technically, no, I don't have a driver's license because it expired. Oh. Uh, so I am I am not allowed to drive anywhere. Okay. Um, I'm an excellent driver. I think that I have very good, solid driving skills. Solid but, is nice. Uh, nice word. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm not a, uh, I am not licensed to drive, unfortunately. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how long do they last? It's 10 years? Driver's licenses? Uh, four or five. Okay. Something like that. Okay. Yeah. I have a motorbike's license, which okay. um, I kind of had to choose because they were quite expensive and the motorbike license was harder to get than the car one. So I put all my money and time into that. And can you guess how long it, it lasts before it expires? Two or three. Years? Yeah. 70 years. 70 years. I could show you it if you want. I Jesus I, Christ. I think I have it on me. <laughs> um, actually, no, I left it at home. But um, I was in the last year. I was basically just the perfect age because if I had been born one year later, it would have been different rules that you have to take three tests firstly. Mm-hmm. It's like first, because I have a license for any motorbike, any size engine, okay. anything. Just from one test. Wow. But they changed that the year after that, like, firstly, you had to get a test for, like, up to a 250cc, then another test up to 500, then another test for anything above 500. Mm. And I skipped all of that. And they changed the rules to it. It's like it expires after 10 years or something. For me, I can drive anything, and that license lasts until I'm 70. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, I think this is an opportunity to use uh, quite a good term here. Um, It might not be perfect, but anyway, the term uh, grandfathered. Yeah, okay. To be grandfathered into something, yeah. it means when uh, there's a system in place and you are part of that system, uh, but then the system changes a little bit. Uh, and for n- people that join this new system, they have to follow a different set of rules, usually a more complicated set of rules or a more restrictive set of rules. But because you joined, you were part of the old system, you got grandfathered into uh, kind of into this new system or like you're still in this system, but a grandfathered version of it, an older, an old man version of this. Right. Yeah. I know uh, it's used a lot in America with uh, cell phone plans. Yes. Like um, there was some plans like, you know, five years ago or 10 years ago, if you bought an iPhone, you got free data forever. And because like they never updated their contract, they were grandfathered into this 
into this uh, contract. Yep. So I have this with um, a... Let's say it's a it's a construction permit in Australia. There are quite a few different things that you need in order to work on a on a on a construction site. So as an electrician, I have one, um, and I got mine. It was must have been like two thousand five or something like that uh-huh. when I was still in high school, um, and uh, that was called the red card, and then it became the white card. Uh, and with the white card, it's a similar thing of having to redo it every couple of years. Um, but with the red card, you just got it, and it's forever uh it's sorry, valid for, what? for driving uh oh sorry no for working on construction oh yeah okay uh working on construction sites um so i uh, i got i got the red card and i never need to redo a test however if i'd gotten if i'd done the white card which is the same thing they just changed it a little bit if i got the white card i would have needed to do the test every 2 years or, or whatever it, whatever it is yeah. so i've just have it and i've got it forever nice. same as you and your motorbike nice. license basically feels good yeah feels so good. i got grandfathered into having this construction cool. card cool mm-hmm. yeah i'm kind of really putting off doing my driving license, my driver's license, my driving license. Say whatever uh, my, dri- my driving it. license. Uh, mm-hmm. Remember, put off means odrajit. You, no, it's not odrajit, odlojit in this case. Put off can be odrajit, odlojit, and rozbatilit. If you don't know this, you should be following Speak Like Me Prague on Instagram, <laughs> where this was on there a few days ago. Um, <laughs> well, a few weeks ago, by the time that this comes yeah, probably. out, I yeah, Okay, yeah, a few weeks ago. Um, yeah, so I... I've been putting off doing it because it's like in Czech Republic, it's about 25,000 crowns mm-hmm. to do it with an English speaking instructor. Yeah. And they like translate the test for you. Cause I could probably try it in Czech, but I'm just too nervous. Sure. And even in Czech now, it's only just cheaper. It's only a little bit cheaper. Yes. Yeah, a it's, few thousand maybe. Yeah. Two it, or three thousand. Exactly. It, it's still going to be around 20,000 yeah. uh, to do it. A lot of my students um, have complained to me about yeah. like their kids doing the driver's license. And it's like, oh my God, they have to, yeah, they have to spend so much on this. And when I did it, I was uh, 3,000 yeah. crowns or something like that. You know, it was so much cheaper. So how come your one expired? You didn't want to renew it? Why? Or- yeah, yeah. Well, that's my reason. I've never. That's, that's the reason I've never gotten one. Yeah. Why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot I, of money and effort, and I'm never going to use it. So, like, I, I, at first, or uh, originally, when I okay, at first when I moved here, it was um, in. Uh, it was part of a plan, uh, or I had planned on. Okay, when it comes up, I might have to renew my driver's license. Right. But then it came to that, and I was like. I don't plan on going back to Australia anytime soon, maybe ever. Why should I spend money on getting my driver's license renewed? Well, so that you can drive here on an international license. But I can't drive on an international license. Oh, I think you can upgrade any license to an international one. Th- yeah, that's true. Um, that might be the case. But uh, look, I, I at no point have I been in the situation yeah. of saying like, oh, dang, if only I had a driver's license. Yeah. If only I still had my Victorian driver's license or I still had a valid driver's license, I could rent a car or something. Yeah. You know, that that has never, ever been the case. Yeah. So I, I don't feel like I'm missing it at same, all. Same, same. It's just very specific situations that I need one. For example, this week, this last week, um, so you know I have a couple of friends in California from mm. this MBA that I did, right? Uh, one of them texts me out of the blue. Last week, this is a lovely expression. I think we've talked about it before, but mm-hmm. it's zachista jasna, out of the blue, unexpected. So she texts me out of the blue, um, and she was like, 
Okay. She was like, mm-hmm. that's what she said. She was like, hey, Jacob, so me and Scott were, um, we're thinking about coming back to Prague for a few months. Um, we're doing, doing like a tour of Europe or, you know, coming back for six months and we're traveling around. And we wondered if you'd like to house swap with us. Mm. So house swap means you swap houses. I stay in their, their house, they stay in mine. And they live in Cal- Southern California. And they were like, would you be down for that? To be down means to be open to doing something. And I was like, I don't know, like Southern California is like, you've got to have a car. You've got to drive around. It's like, do you have a car? And they were like, yeah, actually we have a Tesla that you could borrow. Okay. And I was like, oh damn. Cause I would love to drive a Tesla. Sure. And I was like, I guess I could get a driver's license if I had to. Uh huh. Now I just said it, driver's license. That's weird. And it felt natural then. Okay. Hmm. I'm, uh, okay. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm a bit fucked up because I've been living here for a long time with a lot of Americans around. I don't know what I'm saying, but uh, yeah. So I'm not sure if I'm going to do it. Probably not because I have to stay here for, for this podcast. But um, when is it again? She was, she wants to come over like March or April next year. Mm. So maybe for like a month or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, f- kind of free holiday. I'd have to pay for the flight, but then I wouldn't have to pay for accommodation. I can just, but to be honest, I'm not sure what I would do in Southern California. I have no friends there. Mm-hmm. What would I do? It's quite expensive. You have to, you have to have a car to go anywhere. Yep. You can't just walk to the shops. That's not no, a thing. no. So I'm not, I'm not sure. Unless you just Uber everywhere, but then that has its own That's expenses. That's crazy. <laughs> That's insane. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah last yeah. time I went to America, I got the I got an Uber from the airport mm. down to where my friends live, and I thought, oh, LA is it's quite big. LA is LA, because mm. all they told me is that oh, they, they gave me the address. We live in LA, so I gave the address to the Uber driver, and she was like, damn, son, that's like. That's going to cost you $200. I was like, Jesus Christ. And it was like really far down. Uh-huh. Do you remember the name of the, the suburb or the area? Or it was Aliso Viejo. Okay, no, I don't. Which is uh, Orange County. Okay, then. So, because you have LA County, mm-hmm. and then below that you have Orange County. Mm-hmm. And um, I forget that Huntington Beach is there, I think. I think that's quite a famous one. Um, yeah. Anyway, but getting back to the for all mankind. Sure. The, re- the reason I brought that up, and this is something I just been, I've been teaching this week. Yeah. Um, is when you get, uh, you go off topic, you go off track and you start talking about something else like we just did. And you want to get back to what you're saying. A nice little expression is getting back to, mm-hmm. you just use that to introduce the sentence. So getting back to, um, what I was talking about, it's nice. You can use that in meetings. You can use that for lots of things, getting back to. So getting back to, for all mankind, the reason I brought it up, is they also have alternate uh, timeline, uh, ultimate, alternate history of presidents. Like uh, Ted Kennedy becomes president okay. after Nixon. And then it's Reagan wins. So it's like kind of almost like real life, but it's like slightly modified. Okay. And um, it just made me interested again about the, the list of presidents, you know. So I looked up like the, all the presidents because I knew that I was forgetting some from sure. the last hundred years. Um, and then I, I got into this, I went down, I went down this Wikipedia rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Do you ever get into one of them? Oh, for sure. That's how I just know a bunch of random facts. I'm sure you do as well. I just like get lost in Wikipedia. Absolutely. And I see different links I cl- and I've got like 10 tabs open and I'm just like learning. Are you a tab? <laughs> are you what I call a tab lord? Probably not. What does that mean? A tab lord is the kind of person that has like 50 tabs no, open. No, I hate that. I can't stand it. It Same. gives me anxiety. Me too. It absolutely, like I, I look at a person's computer and I see the amount of tabs that they have open yep. and I'm like, how are you not having a heart attack yeah. 
all the time. How? Because you can't even <laughs> see any writing like about like, what it is. You don't even know what the tab is. Like, you just memorized your fifty tabs and <laughs> exactly. what they are. Like, that's not helpful. You clearly don't need it. Close it. Oh my god. So tab lord. That's my. That's my word for really? it. I, I'm a hundred percent not a tab lord. Yeah. I would have maybe. I have very few tabs open. Usually sure. maybe like two or three. Mm. Maximum six or seven. Right. I would never go with seven tabs. Mm-hmm. What about mm-hmm. you? Uh, yeah, I'm about the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like uh, four, four or five at absolute most. I, I feel yeah. best at like two or three. Um, yeah. The the highest average is when I'm teaching. Like I, I have right. however yeah. many tabs open when I'm teaching. But even that, that's only like it's four, four tabs open. Like yeah. words, the book, uh, uh, word reference, and yeah. simple note. Yeah. Same. And then maybe if I look something else up, then uh, then I've got another tab. Maybe so, like fml.com as well. Do you know fml.com? Uh, fuck my life. Yeah. Okay. But that's the, it's really good. That's from like 15 years ago. No, it's dude. still there. I know, but it's like, <laughs> that was a big thing like 15 years ago. fml.com? <laughs> Have we not talked about this before? Definitely not. Really? Yeah. Okay. Cause this is, um, if I'm sometimes, I very rarely do this now, but what I used to do when I was teaching, if I sort of had like run out of things to talk about uh-huh. or run out of content and it was like, you know, you still had like th- four minutes left of the lesson or something. F my life. I would just read a couple of, I'd like make them read a couple, couple of F my life's. Okay. FML, F my life is this website. It's fmylife.com. Check it out mm-hmm. where people just write awful things that happen to them. And then people vote like if like, that's like, yes, your life sucks or actually that was your fault, uh-huh. you know? And, um, Okay. Uh, so let me just like maybe read one for for, for an example. Sure. Because they're quite funny and they're quite good. Obviously, it's good English practice. Because they're very short. They're yeah. usually very short, very like a short. couple sentences at so most. So here's, here's one of them. Today, my husband dropped me off at work. See, that's good English already. For sure. You drop someone off. It's the opposite of pick up. You pick someone up at the airport, take them to the hotel, drop them off. Today, my husband dropped me off at work. Ten minutes later, I got a text saying, I just dropped the bitch off. I'll be there in a few minutes, baby. Miss you. I later asked him about it. He said, Megan, I've no idea what you're talking about. My name isn't Megan. Not even close. That's like whole different levels of fucked up. Uh That's pretty like... That sounds pretty fake, though. Maybe. Yeah, that sounds, uh, that, that, sounds, that sounds pretty made up. Okay, how about this one? Today I took the bus to work. A sweet old lady got on after me and sat next to me. Halfway there, she fell asleep, her head on my shoulder. I gently tried to wake her up before my stop. She wasn't sleeping. I let a dead woman lie on me for 30 minutes. Oh. FML. <laughs> <laughs> this is pretty bad, right? <laughs> it's, um, yeah. Most of them are like weird, like, sex stuff or whatever sure yeah but yeah this is like from i remember going through these kinds of stuff it really it was like 15 plus <laughs> yeah, years I know, ago me too, yeah. Me too. yeah 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 but, but like, now it looks like typical so old school now. It's like uh, very 90s and like internet cancer as in like all of the like the ads um the targeted ads at the top and uh, yeah. on uh, the sides really of the pages school. and everything did you ever yeah. go on mini clips uh, like mini clip, like flash-based games. Uh, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, um, mini clip. Yeah. It was like stick fight. There was a stick fight game, I yeah. think. Uh, yeah. That was really hard. Everybody got stuck at a sniper level. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there I like was that some, game. Um, yeah. That was like very like high school, oh, like my era of high school. Because you're, sure. you're a couple of years older than me, but like. I think we're in, the, we're in the same era yeah. of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We didn't have phones, you know. It was like you're on your 
like in the IT room yep. and like playing some games on mini clip. It was like, it was pretty funny. Definitely. This is just one more. Uh-huh. T- today I texted my college boyfriend to tell him how terrible I felt about cheating. He replied saying he was so relieved because he had been cheating on me with a girl in his dorm. I was talking about my math exam. <laughs> See again, this, this seems it's pretty, pretty cringy. like, uh, well, I mean that, but also like it, it, it sounds, it does sound kind of made up. Look, I'm sure something like that has happened, but some of these just sounds like a, um, uh, like a reading exercise, like a writing exercise. Right. I mean, this one I think has to be fake. This is the last one. Okay. Today, my boss, my boss called me into his office to show me the website of a potential business partner. When he, be- when he began to type Virginia into Google, it also completed his search with his recent search for virgin boy assholes. I have to go on a business trip with him tomorrow. I'm a young guy. <laughs> I think that's probably fake. That, yeah, almost that certainly has to be fake. fake. <laughs> I think a lot of them are fake, but it's like a funny website. If you, you know, you've got a couple of minutes to kill. That's a good expression. If you like have some time, you nothing to do in that time. We can say to kill time. Mm-hmm. So if you have a couple of minutes to kill, it can be funny. I guess. And it's a, yeah. So to kill time, that is a, I guess a more aggressive, uh, way of saying past time. So to pass time, uh, yeah, to pass and, time. I really then, like, yeah. And, and, and then that is a noun, a pastime is- But that's past time. Uh, no, and, and it's also, what, what do you mean? If you say one of my favorite pastimes is mm-hmm. like chopping wood for the fire or uh-huh. whatever. That's P-S- P-A-S-T, I believe. I don't think so. I'm you wanna- f- yeah, no, 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 look, I'll, I'll be happy to be wrong on this. I'm pretty sure yeah, it's past yeah. time because I've, I'd seen it written down. I'm like, that doesn't look right. But then it's it, it's past time and it makes sense to be past time. Oh, it's actually, there's a whole page about this on uh, grammarpartyblog.com. <laughs> what a great name. Oh, okay. About this the differences between great. them. Jesus. Yeah, okay. okay. So to pass time, P-A-S-S, means just to do something, mm-hmm. to, to spend some kind of empty time. Mm-hmm. When you're on the metro, I read a book to pass the time. To pass the time. Then, yeah, I'm right. A past time, okay. with a T, one word, past time, is a... Um, Something kind of you do for fun or for recreation, um, just for pleasure, like a hobby or sure. something. So if you watch uh, American media, you will often hear baseball being referred to as the great American pastime. Oh, yeah. That is in so many things. Okay. I heard that so much as a child. Okay. Uh, That's cool. Watching like uh, cartoons and uh, things like that. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So yeah, getting back to this show for so I went down this. Oh yeah, the Wikipedia. I rabbit went down hole. the Wikipedia rabbit hole. It started off about being about the presidents, and then I was I was reading about uh, the first president, mm-hmm. George Washington. Um, Who was the second one? Shit, it was one of the other founding fathers. Oh fuck! It's John Adams. John Adams. And the third one was also a founding father, right? I want to say it was jo- Thomas Jefferson. I think so. Or maybe he was fourth. Because mm. the founding fathers, there was how many of them? Four or five? Uh, well, I mean, it's collectively referred to as like a large group. I mean, there are some of the main ones. But it's the guys who like wrote the constitution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there are very many when, uh, very many of those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I started reading about, about uh, George Washington, who was the first one. 
And the second one, oh shit, was, yeah, John Adams. Third one, Thomas Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Then James, one, John... James, James Madison. Oh, okay, then. Was mm-hmm. the fourth one. And that was all the uh, the essential, that was all the, the main four guys. Because obviously they all died, you know, mm. all died out. Um, and I didn't know things like George Washington, he established a lot of precedents, like with the putting the hand on the Bible thing, okay. like to swear in as president. It's just something he just came up with. Okay. Because he was just coming up with a lot of, he came up with the phrase Mr. President. Okay. And it's just become a tradition that's just used now all the time. And then because of this, I got into the American Constitution and okay. I realized I've never read it. Okay. Have you? No. No, neither had, neither had I. I've still not, but I read a summary of each article of mm. it. Because it, it is really dense, dense, right? It's quite dense. Like the actual constitution, I would imagine. Like it's not very quite, long. Okay. It's quite short. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's seven articles about it. Um, and it's really quite interesting. I definitely would recommend at least reading the summary of it. Okay. It was pretty cool. But also kind of dumb. <laughs> like like some, some of the sentences are so open-ended. Sure. Like with the impeachment. You know, yeah. you can be charged for treason, high crimes, and other misdemeanors. Uh-huh. Like, what well, other misdemeanors? A misdemeanor means like a bad thing. But uh, anything in today, uh, today, a misdemeanor, it is a bad thing. But like the um, uh, the feeling around it is that it's like kind of a minor one, very minor. Like you yeah. wouldn't get arrested for it. Sure. Usually, if like the police, like, well, that's a public misdemeanor. Yeah. It means like, okay, are you. You did something bad, but we're not going to arrest you for it. Yeah, or like you'll get fined, or yeah, get maybe you fine. will have to go to court. But it's just to yeah. get a oh, just to get a slap on the wrist. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. So that. a slap on the wrist is a euphemism. It's a figure of speech. It's a saying that we use to say that a punishment is minor, especially relative to what the punishment probably should be. Yeah. Right. Like, oh, this person. Um, it, it, it stole a hundred thousand dollars worth of merchandise, and then all they had to do was five hours of community service. Yeah. Like that is a slap on the wrist. That is such a minor punishment right. for what that person did. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's cool. Yeah, I'm not sure why I'm talking about this, but I just went down this rabbit hole of present. I don't know why, but I find this early American history more interesting than Amer- than like European history. I think because it's such like a new country. Sure. And it's also fresh. And it's like you just created a country, basically. Mm, mm-hmm. Created a government. Whereas like in Europe, we've had them for ages. And I guess there is like a, a like a, a certain, like a launching point that you could go from with, um, uh, with American history. Right. Uh, as opposed to European history, which goes yeah. back like thousands of years. I mean, yeah. you have to go to like the Roman Empire. Have to and go all the way back to Game of Thrones. And all the rest of yeah. like... Uh, yeah, there's like thousands and thousands of years and like all of these um, interacting uh, storylines and, and timelines and yeah. uh, whatever. But with with the US, it's like, okay, in, 14, in the 14th or 13th century, they landed there and then it was however many hundreds of years and then they did eventually gain independence. And yeah, mm-hmm. so there's like a solid launching point for modern you know, American history. Do you history. know how many states there were when the constitution was written? Uh, I want to say 13. Very good, Chris. One for each red and white stripe. I didn't know that. On the American flag. Very nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those are the original original states. Yeah. Do you know how many states there were during World War II? World War II. 
between between forty and fifty. I, 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 I don't know. I, I think it's forty-eight, but I'm not okay, sure. Okay, then. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was about to say forty-eight, but yeah, it it's quite nice that it sort of ended up being just fifty. It's like they sort of got to fifty. Like, okay, we're good. Yep, fifty's good. No one, no one else is getting in. <laughs> nice, nice. You're just number. a territory. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we've done it again. We've talked about American politics again. <laughs> well, no, American <laughs> politics, American history. Yeah, that's different. Yeah. I love history. Mm. I really like it. Have you ever seen the video, uh, the entire history of the world? Um, no, I've heard of it, but I've not seen it. You have to watch it. Okay. It is, I, I consider it a work of art. I genuinely, no irony. A work of art? I, I fully, nice. yeah, I yeah. fully believe it is legitimately a work of art. It's a masterpiece. Oh, really? I uh, just it, the, the the creativity the uh the, the level of editing um just the little musical th- notes that he puts into it right, right um and uh to a degree the accuracy uh the humor oh man it's great so basically the entire history of the world is a video by a content creator named bill Wirtz, and um it is an 18 or 19 minute long video of literally the entire history of the world, like starting with the Big Bang okay. and then going all the way up to okay. the release date of it, which was like 2017 or 2018 or something like okay. that. Uh, and so all of human history, I mean, obviously doesn't touch on absolutely everything because you can't, but like a lot of big things that uh, happens and it's just fantastic. Okay. It's so well done. Okay. Um, as a budding video editor, I think you would very much enjoy it. So let's, so a work of art is like a, um, like a masterpiece, like something that's just amazingly done. Mm-hmm. Like, like a very high skill level. Like my textbook. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck sorry, man. Just Have kidding. <laughs> I just had to say, I'm sorry. But the speaking of me, textbook is a work of art. Uh-huh. Just kidding. But um, yeah, so like the Mona Lisa is a work of art. It's but just, like, that's literally a work of yeah, art. Okay, yeah. So, um, um, so like a, uh, uh, oh my God. Okay, but maybe like new pieces of technology. Yeah. People talk very lovingly about this, iPhones and iPads. This and beautiful new MacBook Air I have. Yeah, here. this is a work of art. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But like a building, and then that's that again is more literal, but still like a new modern building. Yeah. You could look at it like, wow, look at that. That is a work of art. Yeah, that's really nice. Uh, so it's said sort of like uh, not sarcastically, but it, uh, sort of like an exaggeration as a compliment right. uh, to say that something is just um, uh, uh, geniusly designed. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, oh, well, to go back to cars, like, okay, you, people yeah. would absolutely say that certain cars are works of art. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just uh, speaking of the cars, before we get to the budding thing, mm-hmm. um, are there any Australian, it's a very offensive product, are there any Australian car makers? I don't know. Uh, the, technically, I would say probably not anymore. Um Okay, so it's like there's, there's car brands, like Australian-owned car brands is one question, which as far as I know, no. Uh, but car manufacturing, that's a different thing. Yeah, but uh, I'm talking about brands like Ford, GM, Mercedes. Um, yeah, no. Uh, the closest to it uh, is Holden, um, which uh, is a branch of GM and it kind of, I mean, I suppose it does still exist anymore, but not really. Um, so what you call Vauxhall, uh, in England, that's Holden. Uh, and what Europeans call Opel. Yeah. I was trying to think of it. Yeah. Is, uh, that's, that's Holden. So if you like, uh, and, uh, 
uh, some so of them, like a localized name. Uh, yes, uh, but in some ways it is purely Australian. Oh, okay. So like uh, if you remember the type, the uh, the Vauxhall Monaro. No. Okay. Well, there was a. It, it was the sports car of um, of Holden, and okay, it's called Holden because it was fully manufactured in Australia. Like okay. I drove past the Holden manufacturing okay. plant many times. Um, family friend of mine worked there. Uh, and the Monaro was the sports variety uh, uh, of it um, rings of, a of faint Holden. bell. Okay, yeah. Um, and it, the the Monaro was legendary as a okay. as an Australian um, as an Australian manufactured uh, vehicle. And then Ford as well. There were Ford manufacturing plants, mm. um, and the Ford Falcon. Uh, that's that's an Australian specific Ford vehicle. So like Ford is obviously an American brand, but right. it's like Australian made vehicle because it was literally made in Australia. It just okay. isn't owned by it. But cool. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Cool. Anyway, anyway but getting back to mm. that's a lovely expression I use all the time. Getting back to what we were saying. So I'm a budding video editor. Budding means when you're kind of you're growing. You're right at the beginning stages of something, and this comes from a flower. Before the flower flowers, before it blooms, um, when it when it's budding, it's like changing from that. Um, how can you explain it? Like the like a well, it's just the, a, a round shape that's yeah. coming off the, like the leaf or like the a flower branch or whatever. before it becomes a flower. It's yeah. just that little round thing, and mm. then when it's budding, it's like the flower's like popping out mm. of that. So it means like you're right at the beginning of your career, right at the beginning of your flower. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that can have other meanings as well. <laughs> we'll uh, leave it at that. Leave it at that. Uh, yeah, I, I do a little bit of video editing, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I use it so because that, yeah, yeah. Uh, this uh, the, exactly this, uh, history of the entire okay. world video. So cool. yes, as, if you were a history fan, I would highly recommend watching that. Okay. And the precursor to that uh, is the entire history of Japan. Oh. And it's a similar thing. That actually, that only goes for like seven or eight minutes or okay. something like that. Okay. Because um, it's, it's just Japan. It's not the whole world. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But it's equally, uh, it's, it's just as entertaining, okay. I would okay. say. It's very, I will very check good. it out. That sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris, how's your week been? Uh, yeah. Your last two weeks. How have your last two weeks been? Uh, yeah. 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 Pretty good. Um, uh, okay. Here's one thing, uh, semi-interesting thing that I can right. perhaps complain about. I'm is- okay with semi-interesting. <laughs> That's what our audience comes for the semi sure. the home of semi interesting that could be our name our, yeah, our title so. <laughs> that's actually quite good yeah um to oh my god we just talk about american culture so much i feel like this is ridiculous okay so as I, I, you at least know and i'm quite sure the yeah no the fans should know as well the, the listeners fans. should know i know that's a bit much to say the, the fans. fans are the you listeners. really a fan yeah uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> a real fan would already uh, know that i'm a fan of these the real star wars fans <laughs> High five to the real Star Wars fans. Okay, uh, you you were saying, Chris? Okay, so uh, I am a fan of the NFL. I watch American football. National uh, Football League. Yes, the... Uh, uh, American football. Yeah, gridiron. Fake football. Um, sorry? A, a fake football. <laughs> English football. It's football. It's soccer, but sure, whatever. Okay, all right. <laughs> um, <clears throat> look, it's also football because that's what you call it. And Americans, what Americans play, that's they fine. call that football. That's and what Australians play, we call our thing football as well. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I'm interested. I, I very much like American football. Um, and so f- at, in November, a friend of mine from Australia is going to be visiting. And, uh, at, cool. uh, uh, and then at around that time that he's going to be in Europe, 
Um, the NFL has, uh, for the past decade, I'd say, has had an international series of games, almost all played in the UK. Okay. And he's going to be in the UK because he was originally born in England. Okay. Uh, and I was like, oh, I was like, oh, maybe if the timing lines up, I can come see you in England and we can maybe go to one of these um, uh, London games. Yeah. Uh, so I looked cool. that up and the timing for the London games didn't line up. Uh, ooh, to line up. Yeah, that's good. Do that. Yeah. So uh, the timing didn't line up. It didn't match. Uh, it didn't w- w- meet up perfectly. Yeah. They weren't, they weren't f- compatible. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so the timing for that didn't line up. But uh, when he was going to be, when he is planning to come to Prague, actually, there's a game going to be played in Munich. Oh, yeah? So NFL? Yeah, yeah. Why the fuck? Because the NFL is and has been for a long time massive in Germany. The NFL is really really big in Germany. Uh, among it, the among the Germans or yeah. among like the American oh, well, I military suppose bases. Both. Yeah. I suppose both like it's it probably started in the the military bases and it spread right. out. Okay. Uh, but no, like the German um uh, the German Gridiron League is huge. Okay. And there's like a Central European League. I don't know exactly how the system works, okay. but like Germans, so Austrians, you're Czechs. Gonna go? Okay, so we really wanted to. I looked at this. I was like, "Oh my god, this is going to be this is going <laughs> right, to be a yeah. game in Munich." Um, okay. And one of the teams is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and uh, the quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is Tom Brady, who is arguably the greatest NFL player of all time. Right. He has won seven Super Bowls. I've even heard that name, and I, I know nothing about American. That's football. how that's how yeah. big Tom Brady is. Okay, so it's like, man, this is an opportunity. Uh, to get to see the greatest of all time. To get to means to have a nice opportunity. Yes. Lovely. So I would get to see him. I would have the nice opportunity to see him. Yeah. All right. So we're planning to buy the tickets. We even are going to buy the most expensive kind, 155 Shit. euros, which isn't that expensive. Per person. Per person. That 155. Okay. Yeah. That's all, like for like sideline tickets. That's not bad at all. And sideline means? The closest to the field, yeah. basically. Yeah, like right by the barrier. Like, yeah. Yeah, awesome. Uh, and uh, yeah, 155 euros per person. So it's not like 5,000 crowns. Something like that. Okay. Not bad at all. Um, it was 3,800 crowns. 3,800 Oh, that's pounds. even better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But does that come with anything or it's just the seats? Just you the seats. You don't get like any VIP drinks or something? No, I don't need it. That's fine. We can buy our own. All right. That's okay. And even if we didn't, yeah, whatever. It's like the seat, like cool. seeing the game is the All most right. important thing. Okay. All right. So tickets go on sale um, two Tuesdays ago at 10 o'clock. Uh, you can join the queue at 9.30. I joined the queue right at 9.30. A minute ticks over to 10 o'clock and says, and then like it, it changes and says, okay, you're now like properly in the queue for buying the tickets. There are 600,000 people in front of you in the queue. What? 600,000. How is that possible? Because it's that fucking big. In Germany. Yes. But look, okay, this is what you have to, this is what you have to realize. It's not in Munich. It's not in Germany. It's in fucking Europe, right? This is European gridiron fans. There's European NFL fans chance. Uh, to see best Tom Brady. chance. Yeah, to see a game. 
Jesus. and to see a, a game with Tom Brady in it. Okay. Uh, so what happened? So, dude, I was 600,000th in line. I didn't fucking get it. So like, you, don't, you don't have them? No, I don't. Because there were that many fucking people watching, uh, like wanting to get it. Like, That's it, insane. It to, yeah, it, it went down to like- 400,000 or something like that. So a bunch of people left the line. How's that possible if you clicked it exactly at the time? Because that so many you, you people- that many, Like half a million people did the same thing, just oh, clicking at the same time. And yeah, for if sure. If you're a millisecond ahead, you get in the queue. Oh, for sure. That's absolutely. Yeah. That's awful. Uh, so like, imagine what it was like for somebody that clicked in at 931. Like, oh, man. I can't, I can't imagine like the millions upon millions- That's awful. Of, uh, of people. And yeah, this is for like a 75,000 seat stadium, dude. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay, like no shot. Yeah, uh, well, I was. Yeah, it's very disappointing. It's really disappointing. I mean, I'll, I'll uh, I'm gonna watch it on TV anyway, and like my mate and I uh, will be here and, and, and we'll watch it anyway. But just okay. not in the stadium. Unfortunately, this isn't one of the friends from the factory. Uh, from the uh, the orgy. No, no. I'm just checking no, okay. because if he was, I'd 100 percent invite him on the podcast <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> just to get a second opinion. All right, all right. <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe he can come on the pod. Yeah, perhaps. If he's down, I think. Yeah, I think he, he might be interested. He'd be cool. He, uh, he was on a a Philadelphia. I think it was a morning breakfast. It was a breakfast radio show because oh, yeah. uh, he visited Philadelphia and like through a friend of a friend or something like that. She's part of the radio show there. Right. And uh, they were like, "Oh wow, an Australian guy is a fan of the Philadelphia Eagles." And like, yeah, I don't know. Let's uh, let's get him on and we're talking to him a bit. Like, how did that happen? So he's originally from England. Uh, yeah, originally from in- England. When did he move to? When he was like ten or something. So no like English that. accent then. No, 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 no. Very, I don't know. Look, right. it might be the kind of thing where that when he goes back to England okay. uh, and is around British people that he'll get <laughs> just, like his accent will come. Yeah, that's back. what happens to me. Oh, it happens to me absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Because I think my accent's pretty uh, mild now. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I went back to England last time, a few months ago for that wedding, yeah, it just suddenly came back. It was weird. It Not was enough weird. for them to believe that you're actually English though, that right? That was so weird. They didn't uh-huh. believe I was English. They were like, so you're like European? I was like, the fuck? <laughs> I'm English like you. Yeah. What are you talking about? Because I made a couple of grammar mistakes. Yeah. My bad. It's difficult <laughs> speaking grammar properly when you've been away for eight years. You yeah. Know? And you've got, con- you're constantly surrounded <laughs> by, by mistakes. Awful. Yeah. Cause it's like, it's, it's reverse osmosis, you know? Yep. Yeah. 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 You guys, you listeners and our students, I'm sacrificing my English level. <laughs> For you, so that you can get better, but I'm getting worse at the same rate. It's awful. You're vampires. You're sucking our energy. You are. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. A couple of things I wanted to mention, Chris. And then we'll get onto our words of the week and our Chinglish and useful things, which is good for this week. You've got your one, right? Yeah. Yeah, sweet. Um, Firstly is we're looking for new teachers right now. Um, Which is like exciting. We're doing our interviews and everything. And I just wanted to just to... I just wanted to just laugh a bit about how bad some of these CVs are. Sure. I'm not going to name any names. I'm not going to shame. What is it? Name and shame? That's a thing. Yeah. I'm not going to name and shame. I'm not going to name and shame um, because some of them are truly bad. But every time we send out, we, this is a good, this is a really good vocab. When we put out an advert for a new teacher. So you have an advert, a reclamer and put out is Zvashenyat. So you put it out. So when we put out an advert for a, t- a teacher, we, we, we get around 20 to 30 replies usually. And typically 19 
or 18 or 19 would be absolute this is i don't want to be rude absolute shit just <laughs> awful like garbage it's the kind of stuff you you look at it and you're like how have you ever had a job do you know what i'm talking about like how has everyone anyone ever employed you mm. and then sometimes you you even meet them just just out of curiosity like a couple of times i had these uh these cvs and i knew they were going to be awful but i just arranged an interview anyway so I, I just wanted to see what's going on like, who is this person and they were absolute just messes of people just like it's amazing they even survive. I'm like, how did you get to the age of 25? How are you? How do you have money? How uh-huh. do you buy food? How do you take care of yourself? Yeah. How do, you, how do you exist in the modern world yeah. when this is the effort that yeah. you're putting forward? Like, and this is, this is why like it, it, it really is surprisingly real when people say things like, look, 50% is just showing up. Yeah. You know, 50% is just doing like the most bare minimum effort. This is the thing. What I consider to be the bare minimum, like in school, like how to write a CV. Mm. And my CV is not perfect, but at least it's like presentable. It's got no typos in it. Mm. I'm I'm writing it in English. It looks kind of Uh normal-ish. Some people's CVs, it's just, it was like a block of text. Yeah. But the text wasn't even the same size. It's like half of it was like font 12, the other half font 18. Like a uh, what the fuck? Uh, a oh my god, a um, ransom, like a ransom note. Yeah, <laughs> it's like cuttings yeah. from different magazines. I had I had one, uh, it was some guy from Africa, and the whole application, the CV was like, Hello, I take job, thank you. Mm. That was it. It wasn't even a capitalized H. It sure. was a lowercase. I was like, dude, maybe if you'd put a capitalized H, I would have had you in. <laughs> but like, and then we had one this week and it was some guy, I, I can't remember. I'm not going to say his name or anything, but like he was saying how oh, he loves, his passion in life is to improve people's like writing skills. But in his email, it was like, he's, he started the email with hello, mm. with a lowercase H mm. and no comma. And then just space, space, no capital letter again. Mm. And then with maybe like 20 typos in the email. I was like, dude, this is what you enjoy fixing other people's English. <laughs> Fix your fucking self, mate. Uh, this is awful. Get, get it together. Get your shit together. <laughs> it's just, some of them are so bad. They're laughable. I'm going to save some of them and show you them just for, just for a laugh. Like maybe okay. next time. What about, how's your CV? Do you have one? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have one that I could like, um, uh, wait, what's it, what's it called? I have a, like a template. Okay. You know, I could, I could change yeah. it a little bit, uh, right. here and there. Cause look, I've done quite a few different jobs. Yeah. Like in my life, like I've worked as an electrician and then I've worked as a, uh, hostile receptionist yeah. and then now I'm, I'm working as a teacher. So if I was to change my, uh, uh, my, my, my CV, um, it's like, okay, what, like, I really do need to change it in order to cater to, uh, who, whoever I might be applying to. Yeah. So to cater to is to do something specific, um, or to change your service or, uh, uh design your service or whatever, or your product towards a particular group of people. Like to make it more suitable or more attractive for that group. Yeah. So I can say like, we cater our English lessons to check businesses. Mm. We make them specifically for them to make it attractive for them. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of businesses in the very center of Prague, they cater to tourists. Yeah. Yeah. Cater to like you have catering. Yep. 
Because yeah. and like they literally are catering these catering services. Mm-hmm. They are literally catering their whatever food that is that they're serving mm-hmm. to the wishes and desires of the people that hired them. Mm-hmm. Oh, we've got a bunch of vegetarians, so please include some vegetarian dishes. We've got some uh, 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 people with celiacs, right. uh, gluten intolerant people, so have some mm-hmm. gluten free dishes, so forth. They're literally catering to it. Yeah. Uh, but man, just yeah. these CVs, they. Honestly, they make me lose faith in humanity. Uh-huh. When you see just this is like a small subsection of humanity. Like if 20 people apply and 18 of these CVs are absolute dog shit, that does not make you feel good about life. Uh-huh. Like how is if the world is full of these people, 90% is like this. How are we still spinning? <laughs> How have we not just all died just in the street? We're, we're, we're really relying on that 10% of people I that really are actually- I really deeply believe that 10% of people keep the whole world going. I mean, well- Maybe not 10%, but what? 20% maybe. This is, this is a mathematical thing. Oh, fuck. What is it? There's a V in there somewhere, I think. But this is like a rule of 80-20. Yeah. That like 80% of the work is done by 20% of the people. Mm-hmm. And like in gen- like you can apply this 80-20 rule to like a bunch of different things. Yeah. Uh, like um, revenue for a, a business, like 80% of the revenue comes from 20% of the products. Yeah. Uh, so forth. In your work day, 20% of the work that you do gets you 80% of the results. Mm. That is 80-20. And I know the word for this is P. It's Because um, some guy came up with this rule. Yeah, uh, that's, what I was, uh, that's what I was trying to imagine as well. Like oh, shit. Perot? Perot? No? I don't know. It almost came. It's, uh, on, it's on the tip of my tongue, but we'll, we'll get it in a minute. Um, yeah, it was just, it's just so sad to see. Um a lot of people from India for some reason are applying. Okay. A lot of them, got some guy from Nigeria, he was mm. like, I'm ready to quit my job to come and interview with you. I was like- His job is a prince. Is <laughs> <laughs> a Nigerian prince, Jacob? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, wonder if, I wonder if some of our listeners are too, perhaps too young to understand that reference. Oh, do you want to explain it? So the, the, the <laughs> um, uh, rich Nigerian prince yeah. is a scam. Like this is a famous email scam in the nineties where you would get an email saying, I'm a rich Nigerian prince and I will give the riches of my nation to you. Uh, but like, I basically you need to put some money into this account. And then because I'll have that, I can release the rest of my funds mm-hmm. and I will give it all back to you and more uh, once you do this. But obviously it's just a scam to get, it yeah. was like, you know, 5,000 uh, or, or whatever. But a lot of people fell for it. Yeah. And that's a good, ex- a good English thing uh, to fall for something is when you, uh, someone tries to do some kind of trick on you uh, or some kind of scam, some kind of podvod and you believe it's true Yes, and you do it and then you lose all your money or you look like an idiot or mm. whatever. You fell for it. Mm-hmm. And well, these are uh, like it being filled with spelling mistakes and everything, like kind of your uh, what's it called? The uh, the, the, the applications that yeah. you're getting. I, I looked into it um, or I read about it. And you know, it's this thing that a lot of people would say, like, I just don't understand how this worked. How could you look at that email and see all of these uh, spelling mistakes and all these errors and like obvious, like logical breaks and actually fall for this? Nobody would fall yeah. for this. And actually, all of those mistakes are intentionally put in there. 
Because if it was perfect and like if it reached a level of believability, a level of credibility, mm-hmm. all right, then let's say a, um, a smart enough person would be like, hmm, okay, so maybe this is legit. Like this looks legit right now. So, okay, let's take it to the next level. But then they get to the next level, the fraud continues, but then something else happens where it's like, okay, now I realize this is a scam and I'm not going to do it. I'm going to pull out. Um, and the, the scammer has wasted <coughs> energy on this. Yeah. Right. So they intentionally put it. Uh, uh, to attract so dummies to attract the yeah the least intelligent people because if <laughs> they nicer way to put it yeah th- yeah, it, yeah. It, because if they fall for it at the level where it's just yeah. like typos and logical errors and all yeah. the rest of that well they'll fall for the next step and the next step and yeah. the, the next step until they give them five thousand dollars so it was intentional. I assume you've heard of the Tinder Swindler. I have. I haven't watched it or anything. I'm completely uninterested in any, sh- in any uh, shit like that. I, me too. Yeah. The only reason I bring it up uh, is because one of my friends was Tinder swindled. Okay. Or attempted. Okay. And she was talking to this guy. He seemed really nice. Um, and they were talking for a couple of weeks. So mm. he put in the time. Mm. I have to respect that. And he was like, you know, telling her how like he works on these like cargo ships. So he's away for like periods of time blah 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 we put in the time and apparently he was like charming and all this stuff just talking on tinder and then one day she gets a message from him saying that they're being attacked by pirates (laughs) and um and what was it it was i can't remember the exact story but like they couldn't contact the the coast guard or something and could she contact them for them and then somehow she had to like pay to contact the right coastal guard or something it was weird. Okay. I can't, I'm forgetting the details, but it was like she was. They were trying to get money out of her, like like I think like a thousand euros or something to uh-huh. like send them so that they can like fix the computer or something so they can get in, get in touch with the con- with the coast guard. They're like they're coming. They're coming in half an hour. Please help us out. Mm. It was crazy. Okay, and yeah, she obviously yeah, like, she's not stupid. Uh-huh. She was like, okay, you've. You fucker. Uh-huh. You Tinder swindler. You've you wasted know. all this time on me. I hope that exactly. I hope you're happy. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, good for her for, you know, yeah. being because yeah. look, unfortunately, not uh uh not enough uh not that many people are, or not enough people are. But at the same time, I shouldn't say it like that because then it comes across as victim blaming. And, yeah. you know, they are uh the, the people that have been swindled, they are obviously the victims. Um, and my sympathies go out to those people. Exactly. If you yeah. are a victim of a Tinder swindle, then please get in touch with podcast at speaklemme.cz mm. and we will read out your story and fix the chinglish mistakes. Okay, yeah. <laughs> or if you have fallen for any kind of yeah. uh, high or scam. low stakes, uh, yeah, scam or fraud or yeah. or anything, Tell us no shame. Story. Look, I mean, no it happens. Here. Happens to the best of us. We don't name and shame. Yeah, yeah. If you, you just tell us in the email, don't don't say my name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no or problem. if you are brave enough, then. Leave a comment, like, comment, and subscribe. This is a happy family. We can share our stories together. Mm. Okay, Chris, should we jump into our words of the week? Let's do it. English and useful things. Um, All right. You know, I I kind of missed the music that we had, like, transitioning between. Uh Should we put it back in there? It's up to you. You're the one that edits it. Let me just write down 39 minutes. Oh, 59 minutes. Jesus. Okay. 59 minutes. All right. So... Our word of the week this week, our words of the week. Chris, do you want to start off? Sure. 
So my word of the week, I have absolutely no idea if uh, there is uh, what kind of translation this would be in Czech. Right. But in English, uh, we have a, a, a word, a phrase um, that is to be one, to do something. And what this means is basically to be the kind of person to do a certain thing. Right. Uh, so, well, usually I am not one to get drunk on the podcast, but last week, uh, two weeks ago, I was. <laughs> Whereas I, Jacob, I am one to get drunk on the podcast regularly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I am not one to, um, uh, I don't know, To I'm not one to eat fast food, but the other night I just couldn't help myself yeah. or something like that. Uh, yeah, I, okay. I am not one to watch these kinds of documentaries like the Tinder Swindler or any, mm -hmm. any, anything like that. I just, I'm, yeah. I'm so bored by it. I'm not usually one to complain about things, mm -hmm. but I have to be honest, the food's a bit shit. Yes. On the podcast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Speaking of food, you know, after the podcast, we had that KFC last time. Yeah. Was that last time? Yeah. 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 I have been craving KFC ever since really? then. Really? Like it's an unstoppable <laughs> craving. I've had KFC maybe three times since then. Really? But I, cannot, I cannot get enough of it. <laughs> like what right now I'm craving, I think after the podcast, I'm going to go get some more KFC. Really? Okay. And I'm getting fat, man. Uh -huh. I'm getting fat. I stood on a on, on the scales. Mm. That's the Vaha. Uh, for the first time in about a year yesterday. And I'm now 84 kilograms. Okay. Wow. Well, what are you? If you don't mind I have me. no idea. Yeah, I have right? absolutely no idea how much I weigh because I don't need to. But I find it completely yeah, same. pointless. I just happened just to be around a scale and I was like, oh, I guess I'll stand on it. See what and I was like, shit, man. All right. 84. We're really going down our list of uh, 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 different modal verbs because you just said, I just happened to step yeah. on a scale. Yeah. yeah. And now I, I had better stop eating so much uh, KFC. <laughs> <laughs> or you'll get fat. Uh, yeah. But, you know. I'm not, I'm not trying to attract any ladies anyway, so I might as well do it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> might as well stuff my face with KFC. Oh, no man. reason why not. All right. If you want to make sense of all of the things that we just said, you know, head to, head head to speaklikeme.cz like and check out Speak Like Me Plus. It's happening, Chris. Okay. Speak Like Me Plus is a done deal. All right. It's going down. Fantastic. It's going down. Um, we've decided to put all of the... Uh, courses we have, our video courses, uh, onto a very uh, reasonably priced membership program called Speak Like Me Plus. You can find out more on our website. It's going to be 139 crowns a month, Chris. Okay. And in that, you will get absolutely fucking everything that we know about English. There's going to be our Essential English course, which is all of Essential English Grammar, in which you can find these special modal verbs, get to, happen to, had better, and might as well, along with um, around 64 other videos of Essential English topics. There's also going to be the Chinglish and Useful Things course in there, included uh, with all these things like I was like, and worth, and used to, and what, whatever we had last week. What the hell did we have last week in the podcast? We had... Um, Jesus. Problems. We talk about problems plus ing. I've uh -huh. got, I'm having problems sleeping. Everything you need to know about English is in Speak Like Me Plus. But not just the video courses, Chris. Okay, tell me more. I will tell you more. Also, there's going to be... I've not come up with the right name yet. Maybe you can help me. But like a, a, a member's zone, like a question and answer zone, where it's like a... 
So when you're in Speedlemy Plus, you can see all the videos. And there's also this thing called like member zone. You go in there and you can ask any question about English that you want. Okay. Anything. And you will get a personal reply from either me or one of the Speedlemy team, qualified person, with your answer. And you can categorize it according to grammar or business or vocab or whatever. Basically, we're your little English helpers. In addition to having everything you need to know, you can just ask us any questions and get a real reply from someone who knows what they're talking about, which is pretty cool. Mm. That's pretty nice, right? Yes. And you can see everyone else's answers or you can filter them just by, like, I want to see vocab questions or whatever. But that's not everything, Chris. Oh. There's more in Speak Like Me Plus. <laughs> but wait, there's more. There, but wait, there's more for this 139 crowns a month. You will also have access to exclusive Speak Like Me Plus events. How exciting. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Some exciting shit. <laughs> so these will be both in person and online. Uh, an example of an online could be like a masterclass in how to do professional emails. You just turn up. It'll be live. So either you make it or you don't. And someone like me or Chris or Lenker or whoever will just take you through how to do good emails. You can write questions in there as we're doing it. And there'll be some like things to take home with you. Like here's like a nice little PDF sheet for how to follow like a nice structure of an email. And we're also going to have some in-person events with included Prosecco. What? <laughs> what? And we'll do like a, like a, you know, like maybe some how-to things like how to swear in English how to do phone calls or maybe just like a, just like a free conversation class. Come and have a conversation for an hour if you happen to be in Prague, but we're going to keep working on this. And what, the, what I love about this idea of speak like me plus is that once you're in, you'll always have everything up to date. You never have to worry about having, I've, I've got like the old video course. Now there's a new one. You will just always have the newest stuff. If we realize we can explain something better, we're going to make a new video about it and we can keep adding new things to it as well. So if I think, oh, cool, we can also put in like our leaflets for free. They'll just be in Speak Like Me Plus. And we'll also occasionally email you like cool little tips. Like if we're like, oh, we just realized this new Chinglish thing, you'll be the first to know. Maybe some behind the scenes content as well. But the idea is everything about Speak Like Me in one place mm -hmm. for a cheap price that Czech people are willing to pay, mm. which is very low. <laughs> Czech people hate paying for anything. Uh -huh. They really do. <laughs> um, but of course, if you listen to I this mean, podcast- I mean, it's like not just anybody. No, I think that some people are more willing. Like Czechs are famous for avoiding- fees okay like um lenker just got back oh, and i shouldn't say oh i can't tell the story now because i've said who it is okay um but other people i know as well have often said how checks try to avoid paying for things like if they stay in an airbnb uh, they will say it's two people staying uh, there, but it's actually four and uh -huh. two of them will go meet the person get the keys and then they'll sneak the other guys in mm -hmm. or they go to a restaurant and they just take out their cheesecake and start eating the cheesecake in the restaurant oh my god yeah oh. yeah it was so funny when i went to uh this water park in germany with my ex-girlfriend we're on the bus with all these czech people and at the same time on the bus journey everyone just got their cheesecake out mm. i swear to god half the bus they had like the little silver foil cheese key just uh -huh. munching down on some cheese key and I was like this is some Czech shit yeah. this is crazy <laughs> there's an Instagram page called like uh, Bohemia Memes or something like oh, that yeah? and yeah it was it was a Spongebob meme and it was like all Czech uh, like every Czech mom or like going on holiday and it's like every Czech mom and then it's a picture of like Spongebob <laughs> he's like opening a box it's, right. and it's like treasure it's like the, the, the suitcase in Pulp Fiction or something like that Okay, and uh, yeah he opens the box and it's like risky <laughs> i mean they're good i like yeah. them yeah, yeah um but anyway yeah so that's speed let me plus rather than having like different things to sell i just think this is one thing if you want all of our shit 
go and get it. And you can have a seven day free trial as well. So you can just try it out. There's no, you might as well try it out. Mm. If you sign in and you're like, well, this is, this is rubbish. Just cancel it. Not going to get paid. Not going to get charged anything. Okay. And we'll keep trying to make it an awesome place where just everything you need to learn English in one place. All right. Sounds good. Did I sell that shit well, Chris? I think you sold it pretty well. The, uh, the enthusiasm is through the roof, man. Yeah. There we go. (laughs) Pumped up. All right. So your word was not one to do something. Yeah. To, or to be yeah. one to do something. Yeah. Because yeah. I would say I'm not one to sell something I don't believe in. Mm. I believe in Speak Like Me Plus. Okay. And so should you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, Jacob, what's right, your this, word? This my word of the week. I love it. We talked about it before maybe, but it wasn't a word of the week. And that phrase is to wing it. Wing like krila, to wing it. And it's just a more natural way or more colloquial way to say to improvise. So rather than saying, um, like if someone asks you, hey, are you going to prepare for the uh, presentation tomorrow? Say, no, nah, bro, I'm just going to wing it. I'm going to wing it. It means I'm going to improvise it. Um, now, the reason I brought this up, firstly, it's awesome by itself. You can say, I'm going to wing it. Uh, or in the past, winged. It's wing, winged, winged. It's actually a regular verb. You can say, oh, I just winged it. Yeah, like this podcast. We are winging it right now. I didn't prepare anything, did you? Every week we're winging it. Yeah. Again, evidenced by last week's episode. This podcast especially. is a masterclass in winging it. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes yeah. less so a masterclass. Yeah, like but- last week. Oh my God, yeah. Um, yeah Thank so- you for joining us again after last week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, prob- I hope they skipped it. Yeah, man. Anyway, so to wing it, to me, to improvise. Now, a really cool expression with this is if you want to talk what you improvised there's a cool expression which is to wing your way through something for example you can say i totally and this is true i winged my way through university mm-hmm. i didn't really prepare anything and everyone kept telling me jacob you can't wing your way through life mm. and i was like fucking watch me i mean everybody does it like this right? is this yeah. is a meme like <laughs> the, the, yeah? the, the people like oh when uh, when i was a kid all these adults they looked like they were so smart and they just yeah. knew everything that what they were doing and then uh then now i'm 25 or i'm 30 or i'm 35 and i'm just every adult is just winging it yeah. everybody is just i realize that everybody is just winging their way through life yeah It's a lovely expression to wing your way through something. Mm. So I personally 100% winged my way through university. Chris, what have you winged your way through? Um, Oh, geez. Off the top of my head. uh, What have I winged my way through? Oh, dude. I don't know. I can't. Yeah, I'm. I'm leaving too much. Uh, I'm. I'm leaving too much dead air here. So, I'm not sure if I can come up with something. That's fine. Yeah. What about That's you? Fine. I mean, well, you said uh, you well, said university. Um, so, I've winged my way through. Um, being an English teacher, I guess. Yeah. I guess it's a bit different because, like, I guess I actually did learn things over time mm, mm-hmm. and studied a little bit. I read some grammar books. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't just like, oh, fuck it, just. I guess I wouldn't say I actually winged my way through. Well, okay. One thing, um, and I think I I gave this as my example the last time we talked about it, which was many episodes ago. This was like the first five episodes. Um, But I winged my way through moving to Europe. Yeah. I had nothing planned. I had, you know, however many thousand Australian dollars in my bank account. I had a suitcase full of clothes and that was it. 
You know, I had no idea. I, I had my first seven nights of accommodation set up. Okay. And, and, and that's it. Wow. That was it. I, uh, I had no idea what I was doing, which is so ridiculously unlike me. Right. That is uh, like to, to, to do something um, so, uh, I don't know. Foolhardy. Uh, yeah, a, a little bit. I mean, look, we're, we're just, we've just been saying that everybody wings things all the time. And that's true, but like to different degrees. Yeah. Like, of course, there are the kind of people that prepare things more than right. others. Yeah. Um, and yeah, usually this is like, I, I wouldn't do something if it was completely unprepared and uh, there were so many like risks uh, and, and potential losses involved. Right. I. But I did this, and ah, oh, yeah, know, and it worked out okay. Yeah, yeah. Now yeah. we're on the pod uh-huh. with all these beautiful listeners. All right, and if I may, um, Please go a ahead. more uh, this is very similar, not exactly the same, um, and also more fun, but right. also more vulgar. Is a way. Uh, sorry, a thing to say is that you have bullshitted your way through something. Yeah, to bullshit your way through something, it's more than just winging it. Like you are kind of actively almost deceiving yeah. people uh, through this thing. Yeah. You know, like, oh, I had this oral presentation or whatever and I just bullshitted my way through it. I was telling I, lies, making things up on the spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Trying to get people to believe that yeah. uh, you are what they think you are or yeah. you are what you say you are. Yeah. Yeah. Bullshitted my way through this interview, bullshitted my way through uh, yeah. this application and whatever. And that's not really my style. Mm. I don't like to be a bullshitter. Yeah, I, I try not to as well. Yeah. I did bullshit my way through one presentation in university once because... Um, you know, like you had to present something and I put in my USB stick into the thing and like it was like an old version of the presentation. I don't know why, but it didn't have the latest version. Okay. And it was like missing half of the slides. Oh, jeez. And I just made up a bunch of facts that were not true. Okay. And I was like, well, did you know? Because I was studying nutrition. Hmm. I was like, that one cricket, like that little, the bug, mm-hmm. has 2.4 times the amount of protein per gram than beef. Uh-huh. Completely made that shit up on the sure. spot. Definitely not true. Uh-huh. And everyone was like, oh, that's pretty interesting. But it, it is more protein dense. It is, yeah. but not that much. No. But I just made it up. Anyway, um, let's move on to our sure. Chinglish and useful things. So words of the week, to wing it, to wing your way through something, and to be one to do something. So I am one to wing my way through things. Okay. Yeah, we go. Chinglish and useful things this week is how to talk about the frequency uh, that you do something. So a lot of Czech people say, like, I go to the gym once per two weeks. Mm. Doesn't sound good. Or I go to the gym once per week. And if you're listening to this, you're probably thinking, oh, that's that's pretty good. And it's not great, to be honest with you. And we'll explain why. Like, it's not, like, super the worst thing ever that you could say. And once per week is better than once per two weeks, but... That's even worse, yeah. But let's tell you what you should say. If it's if the week is singular, it's just one week, then we say uh once a week. And that sounds so natural. I go to the gym about once a week. Once a week. Twice a week. Three times a week. So the first thing it can be any number, one, two, three, but a week is singular. Once a week, twice a week, once a year, once a month, mm-hmm. twice a month, six times a month. If the thing at the end is plural, like six months. Then we say every in the middle. I usually uh, see my parents about once every six months. Not once per six months. That sounds gross. Hanus, do not say it. So every, if it's plural. I go to the gym once every three days. 
sounds nice. Mm. Twice every three days, whatever. So it's a if it's singular at the end and every if it's plural at the end. It's just a nice little tip. Um, Per is usually with kind of measurements. Like there's, um, um, like with miles per hour, it could be, or you could say there's 600 people per square mile Mm. in in this town. Or something. I mean, like, it sounds technical. Yeah. You know, you use this when you kind of want to sound a little technical. Or for the wedding, we prepared uh, for uh, two bottles of Prosecco per person. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Something like that. But but not with the frequency that you do something. Mm. Let me say once a uh, or once every. Mm-hmm. Little pro tip. If you want to say kashji drohi tiden, I go to the gym kashji drohi tiden. We do not say every second week we say every other week if it's like on and off like one yes one no i go to the gym every other day one day i go the next day i don't go then i go again then i don't go um and then if yeah so once every oh every other something every other month every other week Mm -hmm. anything to add um Maybe not something that you're going to (laughs) like. Give me a second to control my okay i'm composed we're about to have an argument but it's okay Everything's fine. It's a safe place. Please share. Okay. So I would say that sometimes we do say every second, uh, every second day or every second uh, week, because more than that, like to follow on from that, you can say every third or every fourth or every fifth. Yes. So, uh, and, and, and that's, that's just a way. Um, that I we, agree that with we every something. third, fourth, fifth, mm. but I think it's like a specific phrase when it's every second that we say every other, but you agree that you say every other. I don't know. I honestly, I, I, I don't, right. I'm not sure if I've thought about it that much. So listen to yourself this next mm-hmm. couple of weeks. I'll do the same. Yeah. And then just tell us. But I would, I would have no problem with it, with saying like every, um, uh, yeah, every second, okay. every second hour. Um, yeah. I don't know if I would say every, every other, other Tuesday or every second Tuesday. Um, yeah. We, we meet up for Dungeons and Dragons every other Tuesday. That sounds hundred percent natural to me as mm-hmm. an English guy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely not arguing that it, it absolutely is that, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm basically arguing for the validity of every second. Yeah. And I'm not saying that it definitely doesn't exist. I'm just saying that I a hundred percent would say every other. Mm -hmm. And it sounds a bit weird to me when checks say every second. Sure. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, then you can have, if it's not two, if it's three, you can have have every third, every, uh, yeah, yeah, every third week, every uh, every, Tuesday, mm -hmm, every fourth month or something like that. So there we go. Don't Mm -hmm. say once per day, say once a day. Mm. Don't say once per two weeks, say once every two weeks. And if it's, most likely say every other but if you want to say every second chris is cool with it (laughs) (laughs) all right should we have a little summary of what we've done today sure do you want to take them through it or i'll do it uh maybe i should do it because there's wires here oh yeah yeah so we had inherently means like part of its nature drinking on a podcast is inherently a uh Dangerous idea. Dangerous for me. idea. Yeah, for Chris and for me as well. Uh, to come about is like to to come into existence. Also, how did this whole plan come about? How did it happen? How did it come to exist? How did electric cars come about? Was yeah. the way that yeah. uh, this yeah. originated in the conversation? I'm not a big car guy, or I'm not a car guy. It's saying what kind of things you're into, or if you're a girl, I'm not a big car girl. If you're American, you say I'm not a big car gal. Mm. I'm not a big car gal. Um, to be grandfathered into something. 
to enter a new system that has come from an older system and you were part of the old system and yeah. because of that you are now in a new system. It's a complicated thing to be grandfathered mm-hmm. into something. But just think of having an old internet plan. Um, Which was and super then, cheap. Yeah, and then the internet plan changed. But because you were contracted in the old plan, you were grandfathered into this new plan as well. Yeah. Getting back to is when is a good way to start the sentence when you want to return to your topic you were supposed to be talking about. So getting back to this, blah, blah, blah. Uh, a slap on the wrist means like an insignificant punishment. Like it wasn't like a real pun. It was just a slap on the wrist. They mm. made me do some community service for two weeks or something. Um, a work of art, something that's really impressively done. Yeah, like this MacBook Air is a work of art. Sure. Yeah, this podcast yeah. is a work of art. Yeah. A, a Mustang is a work of art. Yeah. This YouTube video that I was talking about, that is what I referred right. to as a work of art, mm-hmm. which I genuinely believe. I am a budding video editor. A budding means you're right at the beginning, like before the flower is fully opened. You're just budding. You're right at the beginning. Chris is a budding... Um, Dungeons and Dragons dungeon master. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Hopefully. Speak Like Me, the home of semi-interesting conversations. (laughs) I like that. Uh, To line up means they sort of align um, with the scheduling. Sure. So so unfortunately, um, Chris's birthday didn't really line up with my holiday plans, so um, I couldn't go. To fall for, I like that, to fall for something. Mm -hmm. Uh, Someone tries to do some kind of trick or con or podvod on you, and you fall for it. You believe it's true, and then they take all your money. Or whatever, like those Nigerian princes. Well, that was it, Chris. Um, pretty solid episode. I think so. I think this is a good bounce back from uh, yeah. from last week's shenanigans. Yeah. <laughs> no one, no one got too offended. No one got too angry. Oh my God. Uh, I didn't say anything too um, controversial. No. No gatekeeping to this week. No. I learned no. my lesson from last time. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> no more gatekeeping from me. Were you genuinely offended by All me Star calling Wars you? All Star Wars fans are true Star Wars fans, and that's my new opinion. Okay. Yeah. Yes, that's it. Yes, that's the point. <laughs> Any fan is a true Star Wars fan. Yeah. So, but you clearly think that some yeah. more than others so guys anyway. uh, if you enjoyed this episode please give us some stars on apple Podcasts or spotify it really really helps and i have proof that it helps now because when people started giving us all the stars we got way more new followers okay. people were finding us and since people kind of stopped giving us the stars it's gone way down okay like, so by, by 10 times so if you really want to help us out guys some five please. stars can we have some stars? Stars, please. <laughs> stars for our poor mister. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can also give us uh, some feedback on there as well, what you would like to be changed or different or what you enjoy. If you really, really like us, you can give us some cash. Where can they go for that, Chris? They can go to buymeacoffee.com slash speak like me. Lovely. And you can give us a euro or five euros or anything you like um, just to uh, keep us keep us alive, keep mm. us in the studio. Keep us kicking. Uh, keep us kicking, yeah. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, all the stuff uh, that we offer, you can find in Speak Like Me Plus. So our full video courses, which explain English from start to finish, nicely organized for Czech people, uh, you can find there for that super cheap price. And now you've got that free trial. It's it's going to be live probably from September 1st. So if it's before that time, then uh, probably nothing to see. So go back onto the website on September 1st. Um, you can also download our app, the Speak Like Me app, which has all of our favorite words and phrases chosen by me that I think you probably don't know, but you definitely should know. 
with nice Czech translations and you can revise them and save them to your list. It's pretty cool. And um, yeah, we're also on Instagram. Speak Like Me Prague. Almost up to 900 followers now, Chris. Okay. Almost up to four digits. All right. Getting serious. <laughs> there was some drama this week, by the way. That um, There was a video on Instagram that I did with Lenka. And I ended I ended the video by saying vidge, V-I-D. Mm. You know, in Czech it means like right. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah, like you see? You see, vidge. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But apparently it sounded like I said bitch. Uh-huh. So it's like, Lenka, you understand this, vidge? Uh-huh. And it's like, you understand this, bitch? <laughs> and I had a few people like, Jacob, I can't believe you just called Lenker a bitch to all of your followers. <laughs> and I was like, I said vidge. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, you would say that, wouldn't you? I was like, no, I said vidge. I would never call Lenker a bitch, even in private, uh-huh. let alone Natoj on Instagram. I was really upset that people think thought that I would do that. Right. I would have been so offensive. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So just to be clear, listeners, teachers, I would never call anyone a bitch, even in private let alone on a public forum. Mm-hmm. You bitch. <laughs> just, just kidding, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so uh, we're on Instagram, also on YouTube as well, Speak Like Me. And there's always cool stuff on there. We're up to almost 200 followers on there. 200 okay. subscribers, yeah. There, it's all good. So that's it, guys. Really hope you enjoyed that episode. I enjoyed it. I did. Yeah, it was fun. We didn't get too wasted this time. No. Yeah. Kept it, uh, kept it clean. <sighs> I'm dying for some KFC now, though. <laughs> dying. Oh my god. <laughs> so ready, and it's Friday. I think I deserve it, right? Oh, yeah, I think so. Deserve for a sure. KFC bucket. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right, guys. So I hope you enjoyed that one, and we'll see you in episode 27. Thanks you very much for watching, guys. See you next time. See you in the next one. Bye. Yeah. Please move. Yeah.